It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smarty! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and so yes. caught! Touchdown to Craig Lyons! They did it! Armin Ross, they brought the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marvin Inundo scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is the 14th day of February 2023. We welcome you here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports and Network. Danny Kahala, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, we say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 248951 2176. 248951 2176. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on both BCSN and now streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a dot com to that to find our website. Uh, you can email us if you'd like to, and, and if you have a, a long thought that's going to take more than 280 characters, you can send that to xbmornings at gmail.com. Find us individually on Twitter. Dan is at Dan in the studio. Ryan is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony at AC Bellino. Gentlemen, uh, good morning to both of you. Uh, very, uh, very somber morning uh, after the events that took place last night in East Lansing at Michigan State. University and yeah, so I don't really know. Like, how are you? Kind of seems like a uh, like a loaded question there. Yeah, especially <clears throat> with what the holiday is today. Uh, yeah, gonna be a long show, that's for sure. Uh, Red Wings got a big win. I didn't see. I saw the Larkin goal, and then I just listened to news radio. I don't know what you did. You actually stay up and watch that? Uh, I only saw like through the first period, and then you know all the attention was you know it was on basically on the phone uh, trying to you know follow along with what information was good, what information wasn't, um, trying to decipher that through all of the all of the stuff that was that was coming in. Just such a uh, such a uh, very busy night for. Uh, for law enforcement and for for folks everywhere trying to you know respond to every every single call that came in and you know the FBI working on the case um yeah just just a just a very long very long um you know evening and then we got down to after midnight like at, at that point it was 
okay, well, you know, uh, the shooter from what I had seen in this, who like this was as of last night, uh, the shooter had uh, killed himself, and five five people were injured, three people uh, were announced dead, and that the the gun the gunman turned the gun on himself, and that's the last that I had saw uh, last night. So I don't know, you know, self-inflicted gunshot wound and what happens from that point on. The gunman that, you know, was described in the surveillance video was a lot lot different than the individual that was floating around that had some sort of threat. I don't know where that came from. Uh, pictures on Snapchat of, you know, were there, were there multiple uh, suspects? I mean, it's just when it's all happening, you know, there's, and then, of course, you see the videos coming out of, you know, kids running terrified, police running in, kids running out, trying to decipher that. Jumping as, out of windows. Just... As, a me- as a member of law enforcement, when you have that that amount of chaos, like everybody's coming out, who's who? You know, trying to decipher that in real time. Uh, you know, you, how, how do you know? You know do and you and a- I don't, I, do you do you know the campus well at all, Anthony? No, I've only like, been to the president. The, um Okay, let's put it. And, Berkey, and Berkey Hall is a half mile from the double decker McDonald's. That's how close we're talking. Like, okay, you know where this happened. More than uh, you, ju- you don't. Yeah, let's say well, you've driven past where this happened a hundred times. It's there. Then there's reports of it being at the the Union, which is literally right where I tailgate. And then I am east. There was reported uh, shots there as well. Which I'm, I have a little troubles between I am east and I am west, but I believe I am east is the one right by Spartan Stadium and the all the fields. So yeah. I am east and I am west. Yeah, intermediate gyms. Oh, uh, okay. Inter. Uh, Intermeal gyms, you know, basketball courts, you know, exercise rooms, all that. So where students can go work out, play basketball, do all that. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a uh, it campus at nighttime, but don't remember what it was like during the day. Uh, I'm trying to envision where the baseball, uh, the baseball diamond is at. And what's in relation to that? So right by the baseball, that it's right where the Spartan statue is, right across the street from Spartan Stadium. Okay. And right with, you know, the other side of the street, Mun Ice Arena. If you keep going in towards the ice arena, then you're getting to Breslin. Gotcha. And somebody could ask me about, you know, uh, the campus in Ann Arbor. I know where the big house is at. I know where Yost is at. I know where Chrysler's at. And that's all because, of, you know, it's within a mile of itself, you know. And right. and for baseball's the, right there. Like, the athletic campus is all right there. You ask me about a building or a dorm, I, I can't help you there. Right. And from what I heard, the, you know, the cops on campus yesterday were, they were quick. And... So, you know, I get the frustration of some people like, well, why did it take so long? They were taking every call, investigating every call. Michigan State is a huge campus, especially you're doing this at night. You guys wearing a jean jacket and jeans. Yeah, and they're taking every call, and there's been 
you know, the scanner reports of like, oh, it's at this building, this building, like you're spreading, you're now spreading them out throughout the entire campus to look for one person. And you have a lot of information that's probably coming in that isn't accurate. Uh, they responded to a lot of places where there were no shots. Right. Cause they're um, like, Oh, I heard shots here. It's like, okay, were you hearing shots from that building or was that the shot from this building else. that you could hear big time joint effort? You had cars from, uh, you know, all over the place. Um, I know the fire de- or the, yeah, the fire department from the town I live in, they ended up being called up. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a, it's a it's a big group effort. Um, you know, when something like this happens, and anytime somebody says, "Well, why did it take so long?" I mean, you're not talking about extracting a single uh, like a, a single person from one specific place where you know, you know what I mean? Like it's we think about anything you do in your regular work life. Like it takes time to get things done. And when you're doing something like that, uh, you know, when you are, when you are basically in a full scale manhunt, you're looking for one person needle in a haystack type of deal with a whole bunch of people that are all over the place that are running around. You got a little bit of chaos happening. Like that's, that's difficult. Um, you know, I wish, you know, obviously there is a, there's an anti law enforcement sort of, um, rhetoric that is out there. Uh, but I wish people, uh, try to understand that yeah i mean you got people running into buildings armed to the teeth trying to solve the problem that are you know it's uh it's it's difficult it's a very difficult day so it'll be a it'll be a tough uh tough day tough day that no doubt for for all of those uh involved there and i Um, know they're just trying to do their jobs but gosh having the uh the kids they're not kids. They, I mean, they they are, but they're you know they're mostly adults, uh, on uh, you know on TV and on the radio. Uh, while this was going on, I I don't know about that. That just seems a little negligent to me. Talking about as far as interviews, yes, yeah, yeah, it seemed uh seemed a, a little a little quick but we'll be back with more X's and bros after this here on the michigan sports network bill simonson here for my good friends at bean garter now they're one of the top accounting and business firms in michigan and all across the midwest in america they've also partnered with dorn mayhew on the east side of the state and they are stronger than ever before just go to beancarter.com to find out more. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. I also want to thank Tom Rosenbach and his team for their support during the Beat Huge contest from the fall of 2022 through the big game this past Sunday. We had thousands of entries all season long. And thanks to all of you who took part at thehugeshow.net. And we'll be announcing that winner uh, during this week. And somebody's going to get $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. Find out more how they can help any business, big or small, all across the state of Michigan, all across the Midwest, and even coast to coast. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra. 
perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Thoughts all morning long on the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248 951 2176. That's 248 951 2176. Now back to Danny, Ryan, and AB. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kahala, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you. Uh, for for joining us uh, this morning, happy Valentine's Day uh, to to all that are out there, and obviously it's going to be a, m- a much different Valentine's Day for uh, a lot of folks across the state. And it brought me as I was, you know, going through the rundown last night, and then all of this starts to happen. You're starting to follow along on Twitter, and uh, the the Red Wings game, like you know, I didn't hadn't even really started yet as this as this is all sort of unfolding. Uh, in East Lansing, and it and it brings you to the question of well, what do we do for tomorrow? Like, what do we what do we do? What do we do for sports radio in the state of Michigan? Um, you know where this where this has happened. Really, not that far uh, from Oxford High School, and when you th- start to think about you know the the age of the people on campus and the fact that you know if you went to Oxford and there are some kids that went to to Oxford that went through that that now go to you know Michigan State that's two for them of this kind of scenario where you have a shooter at large uh, at a school campus and really a disease in this country now I know that the profile doesn't necessarily fit as you know rogue student you know goes goes nuts you have a 43 year old here with no no affiliation and that'll be up for you know police to try to determine exactly what the motive here was, but it is really an epidemic or plague that is you know running rampant throughout our country. Is that places of you know education, places of learning, the one place where you, know, you think about you know kids that come from troubled homes, you know school might be the only place that they are safe at, and then you know that's not even safe anymore, really. You know, what do we do here? You know, how do we uh, discuss either, you know, personally what we were doing at, you know, throughout the night, what the reports are, how much information we have? Uh, do we cover sports? Is that, you know, an injust- injustice or disrespectful to what took place last night? I don't really know. I don't really know the correct answer to that. Uh, we've got some sports topics. Kyle Barlow will join us. Uh, coming up in in hour three, uh, the Red and Wings I mean, played the, last night. They're, I, you know, it really doesn't have anything to do with the story, but the campus is closed for forty eight hours, which will effectively already. I mean, I'm assuming the game is already officially yes. canceled tomorrow so night. I, they did cancel all athletic events for the next forty eight hours, which only affected two sporting events which is michigan state men's basketball versus minnesota wednesday night and 
men's tennis was set to host Drake on campus Wednesday as well. The women's Champagne team, Poppy? Yeah. By the way, there's a great video out. Did a Sunday conversation with Barstool. Very hilarious. Oh, Drake did? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. It is a great video. Drake's son is also in it. He's the opener of the video. Okay. Great video. If you want to have your mind taken off something else today. But so, yeah, men's tennis and then uh, Michigan women's basketball is set to play at Purdue on, tomorrow. And I don't know if they've made any official announcement about that. That was still up in the air of whether or not that will be postponed. But just men's basketball on Wednesday and men's tennis on Wednesday. You guys have metal detectors up there? Um, We do for football. But I don't think so. I don't think I'm, I don't think for hoops. I don't know because I come in such a different. Yeah, area they do that. for. Yeah, they they do for athletic events. So, and for some, you know, people wondering that because a lot is like, well, how can someone not affiliated with the university get into a building? You know, the doors are unlocked. It was eight p.m. at night. Yeah, I mean, like unless you want to install a key card situation to where you need to swipe a student ID or a faculty ID every time you enter a door, that would be the only solution. Yeah, then you get into a situation where, you know, can you can you deactivate it if something does happen? Can you deactivate that so that people can get in the buildings? Right. That's all safe. of the buildings all the time because now it's deactivated. So now you've defeated the purpose of having. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't right. know what and what for some is. of those buildings on campus, it's, it's a lot of older buildings. You said it's school. It's been around since 1855 with a lot of buildings from the 18 and early 1900s. The old Michigan Agricultural College. Yes. The Mac, the original gets some Mac in there. Um, I would like to know, you know, does does Michigan play Michigan State this weekend? You think? I, I mean, you're talking about you know, 48 hours. You cancel a game. You do lose your practice time. Is that even insensitive to even ask? I mean, I wouldn't. No, because I thought about it too after all the news was coming out of like, you know, is 48 hours just the first benchmark? Do they revisit this in you know after two days and say what do we do now? legitimate question yeah you know and and what do we do what do we do this weekend because you know if you're taking you know we'll focus on basketball for the for the uh, point of this but it's i suppose you could apply it to every every other uh, on campus on campus sport but you know if you have 48 hours no activity everybody's locked you know basically in their rooms i don't i don't know if they'll they're allowing people parents to come up today to grab their kids they weren't last night just because of the whole the active situation, I believe one report today is that, you know, starting today you can come up, get your student, and you know, take and them what, off campus. Yeah, you take your student home, and and then what? You know, what what if you were in that building? You want to go back to school, right? You know what I mean? Like, are you, are you going back there? especially when you have the opportunity to take like online classes and we've already been through all the online stuff, you know, working remote is something that is now a part of the, 
a part of the gig here in America, so I I really don't know. You know, and if you're if you're a parent, I I have I have no idea. I I really don't know. I don't have to. I don't live in that world, uh, that realm of being a parent right now. So I can't. I can't really imagine uh, what that's what that's like. But I I just don't know how you prepare. You know, if they're older, that's one thing. But when they're little, like I don't I don't know what. I don't, how do you have that conversation? Are you even gonna have the conversation? Like what do you what do you do? You just tell them if you see something, say something, that type of deal. Like keep your head on a swivel at school. I don't know. These are these are things that we yeah, never I mean, even I, thought about. I told Ryan before the show, like as soon as you start getting uh comfortable, you know, you feel safe, you don't have to you know, pay attention to every single person you walk by, something like this happens. It's just I I don't know uh what the next step is, but I mean, it's certainly a mental health issue in this country, but there's other steps that need to be taken also. Yeah, there's really there's there's no way to there's no way to justify uh, the action here. Um, and why? Why is really the. Um, you know, and that, that, I mean, this comes off of the heels of where was it where the where the young girl was being bullied and she got beat up by other kids in, in school and the video went viral of her getting beat up. So she took her own life. You know, it's just, uh, it's a very, very strange time to be a young person. It's too much, too much, everything right now, too much, too much TV, too much social media, too much, all of it. And, you know, I get where, you know, our parents generation maybe thought the same thing, but, yeah, no, it's it it it's real. It, way too much everything uh, right now. We'll step aside. We'll come back. Super Bowl Fifty Sevens ratings uh, are in. Really, really groundbreaking stuff from yesterday. A phone call that we received yesterday in regards to the halftime show. Wait to hear about this. We'll talk about that next here, X's and Bros. Imagine this: winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro CL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Can't call in? Text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now back to Danny Kahalen, Ryan Elke, and Anthony Bellino. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kahala, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. A very, very difficult day uh, here for for radio and for sports radio. We're going to try to do some sports here uh, because you know, we, we probably should at, at some point uh, talk about uh, some, some other topics outside of what has taken place, the tragedy there. Uh, in East Lansing at Michigan State University. Also, I don't think that you have to. I, I get it, but I also don't think that you have to include anything in relation to sports as it doesn't necessarily matter. When you talk about Michigan State, they, the amount of people that said rivalry aside, rival, what are you talking about? Right. Like, hey, these are our neighbors, people. Rivalry This aside, is your neighbor's kids, your neighbor's uncle, you know, grandkids nieces nephews yeah my cousin just graduated from there in the spring uh, no, rivalries let, aside what, not alone how, i mean let alone uh, yes it's in a it is a different city east lansing and lansing this is a mass shooting five minutes from the state capitol people it, it's just preposterous like oh well you know it, it's just yeah I, i'm sure you saw i didn't see rivalry aside tweets but i did see Tweets from Michigan's president, uh, Brad Robbins, Michigan's punter, blue by 90. And even hearing Derek Lalone talking last night, he's like, Dylan Larkin led the way, talking post-game to everyone. And as you all know, Dylan Larkin, Michigan guy. So, again, this isn't about Michigan State. It's about, you know, our community. Entire generation of people that have grown up in a in an environment where this has become normal, where this is not a some sort of drawn up detachment from reality. This is normal. That that to me is the most. Uh, in discussing this last night, as as information was coming in, I said, you know, there's a, there's a press conference coming up at eleven. And the group, the, one of the individuals in the group chat was like, how are you going to hold a, a press conference at 11? You have a shooter at large. Because people need to know what is actually going on. Like, they, you know, going back through it, I'm going back through the group chat today to say this is inaccurate, that's inaccurate, this isn't right, 
Like, this is why. Because now, with this disease that is social media, you have so much misinformation coming at you that what, what's correct, what's not correct. You have, to, you have to be able to notify the public, this is what we know, this is where we stand, this is the number of casualties we have, These are the direction, uh, this is the direction that you are here to follow. This is what we are doing. You have to be able to communicate that somehow to people. You can't just allow somebody to run around a campus and not give the people, like, you have to be able to give direction. That This is a crisis. And part of that press conference, too, is the police just letting the public know which buildings have been cleared and are safe. Mm-hmm. So for the parents at home, because there's reports that, you know, oh, well, my kid's not answering their phone, and leave one kid tweet out he goes i had to run out of the union i didn't bring my like i left my jacket and my phone there right you know and, and now they're just trying to you know because that's every parent's absolute worst nightmare thomas on twitter says 30 years ago i wrote a paper in college it was not a popular subject uh tv social media the internet video games all desensitize us our sense of reality has been altered tv becoming a babysitting tool go back and Check the timeline. Uh, I, I, you're not going to find any disagreement from me here. Uh, I absolutely believe that this all compounds itself between. You know, I was I just saw a report from the CDC like five minutes ago while we were in commercial about the number of one in three, one in three. That's thirty three percent, according to the CDC, of teenage girls have thought about suicide. One in three high school girls in the U.S. have seriously considered attempting suicide. You know, and the article goes on to talk about how, you know, the feeling uh, constant, you know, constant state of sadness and depressed. The expectation versus the reality of what they feel like is, you know, they're supposed to be. I grew up in an era where everybody was, you know, uh, eating disorders were, were, were popular. And that's what, you know the young women of this country were doing. They were starving themselves uh, to fit a certain image or they were, you know, they were uh, up chucking after meals. And now what has changed is we have put a value on people based upon a number of followers, a number of likes, a certain status on the internet. Uh, that is playing a role in how people view themselves because you only have five followers or whatever. Uh, it, it, it's just so it's just ridiculous, you know, and then you look at, I am a firm believer that video games, TVs and movies, music, it, it all, I, I'm a firm believer that it all plays a role in it. Because it's constantly shown, it's constantly talked about, it's constantly glorified. It's it it all of these things all the time, and and it has created this. I don't even know the way to put it. Like the amount of young people that play Call of Duty is concerning. It's concerning when you start to hear the way that these kids talk to not only one another but talk to you. You know, like and that's that's. That's how they're being. That's how they're being raised. People are, you know, TV, tablets. They become like, hey, where's your tablet at? Go watch this. Go do this. Get out of here. You know, they keep them occupied. It's not. It's not a. It's not a good situation. The invention 
or or the the creation of social media has clearly clearly done more harm than it will ever do good clearly you know and you could say okay well i mean look you you might know but we had the news beforehand word is going to get out whether it's in east palestine ohio uh where the train derailment was at with the chemicals uh the aircraft that whatever those things are that are flying all over the country uh right now uh whether it's the you know earthquake in syria and turkey on the border there like we're, we're going to hear about things via the news like that's part of our our job and we do have the internet which in itself is can be useful can also be incredibly dangerous but we've we've moved to an entire society that's based on screen time it's what it is it's not tv it's Social media. It's not social media. It's the internet. I mean, you want to do every you, you want to do everything on the internet. You want to grocery shop on the internet. And then you want somebody else to go get your groceries and deliver them to your house. There's nothing right about that. You know, if the power went out tomorrow, if cell phone service went down today, people would be in an utter panic. If you remember the brownout in the early two thousands, the um, the level of panic because we lost power, people are not prepared for that. Because we have we've based everything off of being able to reach into our pocket, grab our cell phone out, and have everything right at right at our fingertips. Uh, so Thomas on Twitter, man, I, I'm right there with you. I don't think that it's a, uh, I think the altered state of reality that we live in is, you know, put your phones down. Like you, you get on Twitter, right? Depending on what you're getting on there for, uh, it doesn't really matter. You get on there and you look at, and I, I see this every once in a while on Facebook too. It's just because it's just people yelling at each other. It's like I'm not I, I'm not I'm not gonna let this bother me. But then again, I'm I'm an adult. You know, how would I have handled this at 12, 13? You wonder why people are like, oh, I, I pulled up this tweet from this athlete when he was in sixth grade and he said this. Well, first off, a sixth grader probably shouldn't have Twitter. Secondly, yeah, you don't know how to handle an argument like that when you got a bunch of people just talking crazy. What are you gonna do? Just people just yelling at each other for no reason. It's like the video of the, the, the two dogs barking on either side of the fence, and they, it's a retractable fence, and the fence door opens, and that they just kind of settle down and go their separate ways. But when that barrier was up, that barrier that represents it's like social media. It's your phone. You yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, but I think we're, the three of us are in kind of like that, uh, we're the last. We're, we're the like last in that five. We're like that five to six year generation, maybe. Yeah, probably. It's probably more like ten years. Where, yeah, we had social media, and, but I, I don't know. It's just hard to explain how I want to say it. But we just. It's not in our age range where it really affected us. Like the, the generation ahead of us is a little. Um, naive, we'll call it on the internet, and the generation below us was just really young, and it affected them negatively. We realized early on there's a lot of BS on the internet. Well, we it, it, we witnessed the change of it all. Yeah, what true. did you have a Facebook in high school? Oh, I had a MySpace, dude. I, think, I was oh, I had I had social media in 2004. I, I think it was my senior year of high school when I was able to get a Facebook cuz when Facebook first came out, you college had to email. have a college email. Mm-hmm. 
and I think it was my senior year, like 2007, 2008 is when it opened to the public more. So I had one, but again, I think I was just friends with, you know, family members that were in college that yeah, already people, had one. People would write on your wall like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Like, that's what, uh, you know, that that's that's what it was. It was photographs of people at parties doing dumb stuff, and and we didn't we didn't know what it was gonna you know turn into. But I didn't have a MySpace. I wasn't allowed a lot of time I, on the computer. Like, think about the. I'm thinking of early Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was people like posting stickers. Remember, like it was just like cat, big cat emojis. You are you were awarded a sticker. It was that. Like, that's what it used to be. Rap lyrics. And, and here's the party location tonight. Like, that's what, I mean, that's. And, and that's what it was. Before the, uh, the snap streak, you had poke streaks with people. Yeah, people would be like, hey, this girl, like, poked you. Like, oh, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, it was just, it was a completely different time. Completely different time. And we, being the young people that are exposed to it early, kind of. You know, have watched this thing sort of e- evolve into what it is now, and even adults, uh, even people our age, can't handle themselves uh, on on the internet. Like it's not it's not reality. But we didn't have Instagram. Instagram is dangerous. Like that's where that's where I could see a lot of this, a uh, lot of you know this negative impact. You know, your self-image from, especially at the female level, like, you know, one in three young girls thinking about committing suicide. You know, I joke about Instagram all the time because, I mean, the, the humans like that exist. Like, the, like we were talking about, like, the upper echelon of the most beautiful p- people on the, on the planet are on Instagram. They got hundreds of thousands, millions of followers, and it's like every day of the week. You know, swipe up to shop this look, click the link in the box. Like, it's nonstop. And if you're a young girl, it's like, oh, my God. Like, what do you what do? you do? We didn't have social media at parties. People weren't using Snapchat, you know, when we were in high school. Stuff like, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's too much. And it has led to a complete societal breakdown. And I just, I feel, I feel bad for all the young people that have now grown up and gone through elementary school to high school, now from high school to college, where this is... This is something that you need to be prepared for. I never once thought twice about my safety on campus. Maybe at night, off campus, but never, never on campus. I never even thought about it. It wasn't wasn't something that would even cross my mind walking from, you know, the wreck to whatever whatever classroom, then you know, to the to the arena for for practice, and then back to where it, like that never once crossed my mind. But it was, you know, and, and Columbine was in 1999. And that seemed like such a isolated incident that, oh, that's like, like a, that was strange, but that'll be it. And no. Well, that was the, the launching point for everything. And when you look back at the history of all of it, it's like, okay, where can I feel safe? College campus? No. High school? No. Middle school? No. Elementary school, no. Local parade, no. Grocery store, no. 
You want to name a place? No. Movie theater. In your own house. It's really, I mean, when you think about it, that's about it. It's some, and for some people, and for some, not it's not there. even in the, their own house because, again, this is for certain population. They're not responsible gun owners and lock up their own guns where their oh, yeah. children can get it. I wasn't even talking about that. I was just talking about, you know, maybe they come from, um, you know, maybe it's an abusive situation at home. Right. Or they, you know, you're a, you're a sixth grader and you got nowhere to go. You got no no one to talk to. So wh- what do you turn to? What do you do? You get online, you play video game. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's, eh, it's grim. Terry said there are no safe boundaries anymore. No safe places to gather. There is no respect for others. Uh, I agree with uh, Bellino about the electronic games and music as a people. You might be headed to hell in a handbasket. I think we're already there. I think we're already there. I think we've been there. There, there is a complete lack of respect for one another, though. That that much is for certain. Um, you know, it, goes, it goes back to the whole like if you were to tweet out right now, I like apples, and somebody would respond like, "Why do you hate oranges?" It's like, dude, I nothing. I just I like apples. It has nothing to do with oranges. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, but I do think that the given the circumstance, uh, the response. Uh, from law enforcement, I know that there's a lot of uh, anti anti law enforcement rhetoric that is pushed out on you know social media and on the news or whatever. At the end of the day, you have to fund them. At the end of the day, they have to be employed. At the end of the day, you have to have them. Um, and at the end of the day, you got to respect them. And you know, if not the actual individual person, at least respect the badge, because at the end of the day, when stuff was hitting the fan, you know. Your, your first responders are running towards it while everybody else is running away from it. And it's a pretty thankless job right now in America. But situations like that, when everybody was all, you know, do this, do that, get rid of this, get rid of that, they're all running to you, help. And that's the way it goes, man. And, uh, you know, the, the amount of different different forces, different units that were uh, that were on the scene, you know, last night, it was an all hands on deck uh, sort of sort of evening there in at Michigan State. NBA fans, it's time to bring in the hoops action, the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports city partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Download the app right now. Use the promo code HUGE. New customers bet 5 on the NBA. Get $200 in free bets instantly. 21 plus in most eligible states. Varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario and in Ohio. Bonus issued as free bets. Opt-in is required. Eligibility wagering. Deposit restrictions do apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Slash basketball terms. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. State specific gambling resources. You got a gambling problem called 1 800 Gambler. We're back with our two X's and bros next year. Michigan Sports Network.